Hi there, welcome to episode number three of the Freedom Encounter podcast. I'm Todd Anderson, and I want to help you live free, discover biblical truth, and stay informed. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Freedom Encounter TV on Facebook and at Freedom Encounter on Instagram. My website address is freedomencounter.tv. In the last episode of this podcast, I brought up two different aspects of the power of the cross. And those two points are, number one, the cross is confirmation of God's will to set you free. Yes, set you free. Not not just everybody else, set you free and give you a life of victory, bring you out of bondage, give you victory. And number two, the cross is the source from which the power of God flows into and works in our lives. I covered the first point in the last episode, and in this episode, I'm going to be covering the second point, the cross as the source from which the power of God flows into and works in our lives. Once you fully grasp these two points, you'll understand why Satan and his kingdom so strongly oppose the cross. By now you should know, assuming that you've listened to the previous episode, that God confirms to you his will to set you free through Jesus' finished work on the cross. Even John 3.16 plainly states that God so loved the world, and that means you, that he gave his only begotten Son— the word gave in this context is speaking of, of him being given as a sacrifice. It is clearly speaking of the cross. When you think of the cross, let it remind you and confirm to you that God wants to deliver you out of bondage and move mightily in your life. I realize I already covered that in the last episode, but I say this again because it, it leads right into this question. How? Does God move in your life? This is not a trick question, and the answer is straightforward. He moves in your life through the power of His Holy Spirit. Just like it says in Zechariah 4, 6, Not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. The move of the Holy Spirit is how our lives are changed. However, that begins at the cross. The cross is the foundation from which the Spirit of God moves in our lives. Acts chapter 3, verse 19 shows us this principle very clearly. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. The very first word used there speaks of an experience that can only be had at the cross. Repent. That's an offensive word to a lot of people, I know. That's why the cross is so offensive. That's, that's why it's offensive. They want to experience a move of the Holy Spirit, but they don't, they don't want to hear anything about having to repent. Let me be as straightforward as I can be here. You can't experience the outpouring of the Holy Ghost or God's miracle-working presence until you first come to the cross and repent of your sin. I know that's not popular, but that's the way it is. Acts 3.19 lays this out chronologically for us. Number one, repent and be converted. It means come to the cross. 
that your sins may be blotted out. In other words, come to the cross. Tell Jesus you're sorry. Ask for forgiveness. Make him the Lord over every part of your life. The cross is where Jesus paid the ultimate price for our salvation, for our healing, and our deliverance. Number two, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord is the move of the Holy Spirit. Make no mistake about it. You cannot experience a move of God in your life without repenting of the sin in your life and coming into a blood-bought relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a, there's a big movement these days that pushes what people involved with this movement consider to be revival. However, this movement does not preach Christ crucified and the repentance of sins. Such a movement is not of God. It, it is, in fact, false revival. If you need a miracle in your life, look to the cross. In the book of Numbers, chapter 21, verses 4 through 9, we read of the people of Israel speaking out against God and Moses, as well as the consequences for their actions and then ultimately the solution to the consequences. Let's take a look at this. What you're going to find is a foreshadow of the Lord's crucifixion and that looking to the cross is where you'll find the miracle working power of God. Now, here it is. I'm going to read this for you. Numbers 21, 4 through 9. Then they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and many of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he... Take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole, and so it was if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. Those who had been bitten by serpents only needed to look upon the serpent on the pole to find a life-saving miracle. The solution for the problem was to crucify the problem. And that's what Jesus did for us on the cross. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus speaking to Nicodemus in John chapter 3 said, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The cross is where the Lord Jesus Christ became sin for us. And until you look to the crucified Christ, 
repent of your sins and receive him as the Lord of your life, you will in no way, shape, or form experience the power of God at work in your life. The cross is also where Satan and his demons were defeated once and for all. That's why Satan has no problem with talking about signs and wonders, revival, as long as the cross is not involved. I want to encourage you, um, when you wake up in the morning, to thank God for the cross and to meditate upon what Christ did for you on the cross. As you seek the Lord in prayer and acknowledge what he did for you on the cross, you're going to experience the Holy Ghost at work in your life. Because the cross is the source from which the power of God flows into and works in our lives. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Freedom Encounter podcast. I hope that you've been blessed, challenged, and informed by this episode. Please be sure to follow me on social media. And if you'd like information on my ministry events or speaking engagements, you can find more information on my website at freedomencounter.tv. Also, if you'd like to support this ministry, please consider becoming a patron by visiting patreon.com slash freedomencounter.tv. Thanks again for listening. Be blessed and live free.